thank you, Sam, for joining me today. And uh, welcome, welcome to my first game dev interview. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. I'm very happy. This is actually my first game dev interview as well. So it's first for both of us. So first off, I want to ask you, what was your first exposure with um, video games and how that transition into learning to make your own? My dad gifted me his Nintendo 64 when I was four years old. So he had played it. I believe he brought it over from another country. They were immigrants. And, you know, I was just like a child playing Mario 64. And I was like, whoa, this is insane. Like that was Mario 64 was one of the first games with like revolutionary 3D graphics. And that was my first game ever. So already that made quite an impression on me. From there on, I literally, I knew I wanted to make games when I was four years old. So I didn't actually start programming until I went to college, but I was always making, I had a couple YouTube channels where I would do gaming videos and I would just like fiddle around with things, um, make, fiddle around with small programs. Um, I'm not sure, I don't remember what they're called, but to make little small games back then without coding. So that was my first exposure. And then in college, I started programming and I just naturally weaned into the game development workflow of just doing side projects and such. So I actually started teaching virtual reality as the club president. And so I learned Unity to teach it. And I also fell in love with teaching. Do you think you need a degree to make games or to get into game dev? No, because a lot of university is actually you figuring it out yourself. So they, I found that a lot of the classes were just kind of a waste of time personally for me and the projects, it would be the actual time when you would learn and you'd have to do those alone. So you'd have to learn how to Google and find everything out yourself. So really in a university, what I think you're paying for is the structure of the experience. So if you're not um, I forgot the word in English, but if you're not diligent, diligent, yes. If you're not diligent, um, I think going to university is a good way to like get a structure in place so you can kind of learn what methods of learning suit you best. And also to make connections in the field, wherever, whatever you're studying, just to explore yourself, to make friends. It's honestly just a way to explore yourself and see what you want to do in life. So I don't think it's really necessary. If you're diligent and hardworking, you can definitely learn outside of college. I'd learn game dev outside of my classes. You just need good projects on your portfolio and you'll be good to go for the most part. Speaking of learning, um, how has the way you learnt changed over time? Do you have any resources or methods you always come back to when you're trying to learn? Obviously you do tutorials on YouTube and there's lots of things you need to learn. Um, what's your process of, of going about and tackling something like that? So when I started off, I would just follow tutorials as most beginners do just from start to end and make like little small games following the tutorial exactly. Then I would join game jams and kind of try to figure stuff out on my own. And of course, Google, I still Google all the time. Everything I do is Googling. I forget everything, I just Google it. <laughs> um, so I would Google with game jams and I kind of like a more hands-on approach I found that where I just throw myself into a complicated thing 
and I have to figure it out from scratch. That's just how I learned the best. So over time, I started reading more documentation, which is very useful and could save you hours if you just read one little page instead of trying to find a solution for four hours on your own. Um, but I always use documentation nowadays. Um, and I barely actually watch tutorials. Sometimes I watch tutorials for specific, but I just use written content now. I just found that it's faster for me. And for tutorials, I put it on two times the speed. <laughs> yes, I watch that is one. such a so good tip. I just want the information and I just want it fast. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I try to get to the point in my videos. Yeah. I want to waste people's time. Well, in, in terms of talking about making games and, you know, learning Unity and Unreal, what is the best engine to use? I, I don't have that opinion where I, I mean, I like Unity for me, but they just, you know, it, uh, in the end, it's what you're most comfortable with. I think Unreal for some games are better suited for some 3D games because they have a lot of built-in functionality for 3D characters. Straight off the bat, for Unity's starter content, which they actually came out with only recently for the new input system, like it's very basic and it's the code wasn't great. As I went over in one of my videos, I was just like, whoa, this code is, I don't know how this got on the store from the Unity team, but uh, Unreal is more fleshed out in terms of that. Their visual blueprint system is also great if you don't no coding and it's good for designers but i think unity has a lot of community around it which i think is one of the most important things and you can find a tutorial for mostly anything for unity unreal it's a little harder because it's c++ and unity i just found it a little easier in unreal the ui is very cluttered like it's difficult to tell what's going on i mean not to say that unity is perfect but you know, each one has its pros and cons depending on the game. For beginners, I oh, I recommend like Unity usually. Uh, 2D games, Unity or Godot nowadays is another option for the open source engine yeah, using a language GD script similar to Python. But uh, Unity like beats not beats, it, but has more features than it in terms of features. Um, so I just recommend Unity for most people, and I'm biased, so. So when it comes to games, do you have any favorite like mechanics or are there any particular things you haven't done yet in terms of making games that you want to play around with? So I've always been a fan of skill-based games. So fast-paced, like Call of Duty, parkour kind of things. It's quite common. But I loved Assassin's Creed growing up. Um, so I actually... Uh, started learning Unreal with the parkour uh, system I was creating. I was starting to stream it. I had to stop it because I was busy for a little bit. But So I really like to continue, you know, kind of making mechanics that require skill or parkour in some way. So I'd really want to do a, a rope grappling mechanic, similar to, I forgot the dude's, the robot's name in Apex Legends. Um he uses a grappling hook mechanic and just fast-paced movement, FPS, 
sort of multiplayer style. I just really like those because those are challenging to implement. And I, yeah, that's what I like personally. <laughs> Not an RTS kind of gal or any of those games. So, <laughs> Are there any skills uh, in regards to making games that you still want to learn? Like it's on your list of things to do, but you haven't gotten around to yet? Yeah, I have a ton of things I want to learn um, and teach. So I actually have to, I'm a little behind on it. I have to make a series on multiplayer for Unity's new netcode uh, framework package, whatever it's called. Um, so I have to learn multiplayer and I actually want to. So I've always wanted to make multiplayer games. I want to get better at shaders because shaders are really difficult and math. And I like math, so challenge myself and also i'd like to learn blender to learn the basics of 3d modeling so if i ever do like a small prototype i can at least you know make some of the art and not depend on the asset store or you know free assets out there so, yeah, there's lots of stuff i want to learn never ending when you go to plan a video tutorial uh how do you go about doing that and is it daunting teaching the internet daunting no, <laughs> because I've been doing YouTube for over a decade and I've already dealt with all the daunting <laughs> as a child. So I got over it. And if I make a mistake, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll just get better, you know? Um, so you have to approach it with that mindset. You know, uh, video is never going to be perfect. And you're always going to get nasty comments or just people disagreeing with you. Um, but as long as the majority are positive, then you, you can be assured you're on a you're on an okay track. And of course, like keeping in mind like constructive feedback. Um, but for planning a video tutorial, um, I kind of just jump into it. I have an idea of what I want to do. Usually it's in a niche a niche tutorial that most people haven't done or there's a few videos on and I just go heads in and try to make a quick prototype to test out the functionalities and after I make sure it works I just create like a little project around it so it's a little more professional for the video so to have more structure I don't have a script or anything I just go with the flow and I just have little bullet points like do this and do this so I don't forget the exact flow. And I just, when I hit the record button, I just start talking, whatever comes to my mind. So yours aren't as scripted as much. It's more just top points and knowing what you want to get the video. Yeah. And when researching, you're kind of just winging it to see if stuff works and if it works, it works. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> I could never do that. That's why I haven't touched tutorials. Cause it's like, I gotta know what I'm doing and but no, that, uh, that's, that's awesome to hear that you just kind of wing it. And it, they come out like brilliantly. Like I've watched like, you know, the, especially the input system stuff. Cause that confused me so much when it came out. That's why I like teaching people. Like I had trouble like understanding stuff. So I, in my mind, I break it down into the bare pieces. Like, why does this work? Why does that work? And I just make sure to explain that while I'm talking. I try to think while I'm talking okay, this person that's watching me, like replaying it in their head, like, would they understand what I'm saying? Would this be understandable for any beginner 
for the most part. Obviously, some previous experience necessary, like coding. Do you have any dreams or goals to achieve with, you know, making games or in regards to your channel? Is there anything that you kind of have your eyes set on? I'd like to make my own website and then have my own little courses on my website in the future. I'd like to start streaming more, uh, developing a game, and re releasing a big game. Also making a living off of it. <laughs> yes, that's... <laughs> that's a that's big a, one. <laughs> that's the good goal to have. <laughs> what impact do you want your content to have on people? I'd like my content to help them feel more confident on what they're doing. So not just approaching what they're doing blindly and copying it just for the sake of getting it to work, but actually understanding what they're doing so they can later reproduce it without the help of a tutorial more easily. And also it's, it's always nice seeing people's like games and they're like, oh, thanks. I used the info system because of you and my game. And I'm like, this is a cool game. Yeah, just seeing people's creations come about by using some of my videos is really cool. It's a nice plus. Um, is there any advice you'd give others, um, or, or more specifically, if you could, your past self? I'd honestly just say to go for it because um, my family was not really technically savvy. So that's why also I didn't know how to approach it before college. And so I feel like I all the time, I don't want to say wasted, but I did waste a lot of time just instead of putting it towards making games, you know, I could have, I could have made more games and learned more by now, but I was just watching anime and <laughs> being a child. But I just say, go for it. All the resources are there. Nowadays, a lot of younger folks are getting into it because it's easier. Um, I say younger folks as I've, as I've, I'm not young. <laughs> well, in Children. terms of people, I've, I've yeah, spoken to now, it's like a lot of just kids are getting into making games. Yeah, which, kids, you know, yeah. I didn't have that. I didn't even have internet mostly growing up. Like I had to go to the library to, to actually search Google for things. So the yeah. fact that kids now, like I'm so jealous. I think it was like 14 or something. I finally got into Unity, but there was hardly any good tutorials out there. But now, you know, if you download Unity, you have a whole library of stuff to learn. So yeah, it's nice. But some other tips I would give are just to like do quick projects, you know, go join game jams, um, just prototype things. Don't worry about making this huge, big project from the start. You're probably going to fail at the beginning. No offense. Like it happens. You have to fail before you succeed most of the times. And if you don't fail before you succeed, Usually something's wrong because <laughs> everyone fails before they succeed because that's what gives you experience and what you're doing wrong. So you wouldn't know what you're doing wrong. But yeah, just iterate fast. Um, do quick prototypes. Have fun while you're doing it. You know, don't pull your hairs out. Something's not working. Sleep on it. Next day, it'll just come to you magically. It always does. Those are some tips. And so before we finish up, is there anything you want those watching to know? Any exciting projects uh, where they can see your work, how, how they can support you as well? I'm sure. So 
in terms of my channel, I'm going to be making that net code series, which is a big thing I'm going to be working on next. Um, going on a small vacation first, but and if for my projects, um, I've published some little things on Google Play, but honestly, they're not great, so I rather not mention them. <laughs> I have some old games on itch.io. Um, that's why I want to get more into doing game development again, like actually making a huge, a bigger game. So, and if they wanted to support me, you know, you can always subscribe to my channel, like a video, or I also have Patreon and Ko-Fi, which is, Ko-Fi is like a direct donation if you don't want to subscribe monthly. And the Patreon, I offer source code for the videos, early access, asset access, exclusive tutorials. And I'm actually working on exclusive tutorial right now, but yeah. That's how they can support if they wanted to. <laughs> Are there any nuggets of wisdom that you haven't shared with us yet? Did I, did I miss anything? The main points are like, iterate quickly, don't get too stuck on one thing. If, beware of creep scope, scope creep, 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 creep scope, scope creep, I don't know. I think they're interchangeable, yeah. Yeah, where you keep planning features and features and then you never actually get anything done and then you never finish the project. Like keep it small, keep it focused. Prototype if it goes well with the audience, you know, you can keep expanding on it. And, you know, just keep adding these projects to your resume if you want to join the industry and because they look for experience. And if you actually want to be a gameplay programmer, I'd look into learning C++, which is very vital in the game development world. So C++, maybe making your own small engine. They like to see that a lot in the industry. So like hands-on experience and yeah, just have fun with life. Well, thank you so much for your time. Oh, thanks for inviting me. And thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, then consider heading over to my Ko-Fi to help produce the next episode or go to my Teespring to get some merch. All contributions go towards making these episodes better. And if anything, sharing this podcast actually means a lot. So send a link to your friends and family. Also, feel free to send me suggestions on Twitter at Rollerstar101. That's at R-O-L-L-E-R-S-T-A-R-101 on Twitter. And tell me who you'd like to see me interview next. Anyways, thank you all for listening and I'll see you next time.